Oh but, yeah. yeah, I mean, in the, I mean, within the last two years, we've had private companies send people into space. You know, Elon Musk has developed this type of technology. This is the it's in the we're in the 2020s. The the technology for developing nuclear power has grown by leaps and bounds, and other countries are doing it. It's not like we. It's not as if you know the technology has remained stagnant across the globe, and so we're no better or worse off. Other countries are continuing to push forward with this. Uh, you know, there's there's. China has become the largest polluter in the world on the same track as they're proposing to build 20, excuse me, 40 new coal fire power plants in the next 20 years, which by the way, the amount of carbon dioxide that'll be emitted by those 40 coal fire power plants will more than make up for whatever cuts in emissions that AOC and her squad want the United States to reduce our standard of living by. China will make up that pollution in three days. They're going to build a hundred and they are proposing to build a hundred and fifty new nuclear power plants over the next two to three decades. So the technology exists, and there are things called even small modular reactors, which use up a fraction of the total land that nuclear power plants do today. So the technology is grown by leaps and bounds like anything else. So we should be deploying that widely. Um, and it's unfortunate that we that we haven't yet. So what is it that's that's stopping this from happening? Is like, like I mean, I, I could I can't imagine we don't have the capital to to pull together from the private sector and be able to lobby the government. Hey, you know what? We have a group of people that want to make an efficient uh, nuclear power plant. Why why has it in, has it in fifty years this happened? Uh, what what is stopping this? Is it just politics? Is it is it just the bureaucracy uh, or combination or what? It's all of the above. It's it's I, I, so it's helpful to kind of discuss what the pros and cons of kind of nuclear power are. So, yeah, yeah. Well, let's get you know, just, yeah. So just as like a two second science lesson on the way that nuclear power is, is developed uh, overall, every reactor in the world operates through a science of something called fission. And fission is the separation of uh, a nuclear atom. Uh, typically it's used plutonium or uranium. Uh, and what happens in this uh, process is, a neutron, so uh, they're, they're, the subatomic particles within an atom are the electron, which has a negative charge, then you've got a nucleus, and inside the nucleus, you've got a proton and a neutron. Proton is positive charge, neutron has neutron. A neutron is shot at one of the plutonium or uranium atoms, whatever is the choice for that particular facility. It splits the atom, releasing heat and radiation. That creates uh, more heat and radiation. It causes a chain reaction that causes other atoms to split. And so you've got a self-sustaining chain reaction. All of that is happening within a cauldron. Uh, that cauldron is submerged in water. Uh, as it gets hot, it creates steam. Steam rises, turns turbines, and creates power. So that's how nuclear power works. The holy grail of all of this, you know, you'll hear people talk about it is nuclear fusion. Fusion, it would be the fusing or the combination of the, uh, new, um, uranium and, or plutonium atoms together. That would release a ton of energy that hasn't yet been done safely. They're testing that. That hasn't yet been done. I mean, uh, nuclear fission is used to power most of the United States submarine fleet for the United States Navy, as well as for most of our most of our ships. If it's safe enough for midshipmen, it should be safe enough for us. Um, and so there are pros and cons to nuclear power. It's important to address them. I, I'll start with the cons. The cons are people's fear of nuclear waste. Um, 
And so one of, I mentioned that the only byproduct of nuclear power is steam. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that there's also spent fuel rods that, uh, that, uh, that are uh, emitted after the production of power. Uh, However, the volume of waste is significantly lower than what people actually think. Right now, the amount of waste is stored at all of our 70, 80 plus nuclear power plants across the country. That's a big security risk, right? You would want, it, it, that means it, it's in Vermont, it's in Texas. Here in Texas, most of the waste is actually stored in West Texas in a city called Andrews. Um, it's actually located close to the Permian Basin, which isn't totally ideal, um, but they're within safe bunkers. The amount of waste that's actually exists in the, in the United States right now for all of our nuclear power plants combined is 85,000 tons, about 2,000 tons a year is added to that. To help picture that visually, the amount of waste in the country would fit in a single football field 10 yards high. That's for all the existing waste in the country. So it's, it's not, when you compare it to the amount of energy that's produced relative to the amount of waste, it's actually not that much. It can be handled. Second kind of fear is the fear of radiation. And this is completely understandable, especially, you know, people hear about Three Mile Island in the 1980s. They read about Chernobyl. Obviously, you know, this, it's in a war zone right now. There are six nuclear power yeah, plants right. in Ukraine currently that the, you know, where there's fighting around. Uh, and then uh, the Fukushima reactor in Japan. Uh, important to note about all those three kind of the most recent kind of nuclear meltdowns, all of them were either due to human omission or due to, you know, an act of God. In the case of the Fukushima reactor, the, the reactor didn't melt down on its own. It melted down because it was flooded by a hundred year tsunami. Uh, and so there's a concern about radiation. What people don't actually think about is, it, I guess, a popular misconception is that like, millions of people were flooded with radiation poisoning following Chernobyl or after Fukushima. And in no way is this to minimize the amount of ecological and, or environmental devastation that occurred. It did. It destroyed habitats that are still only now recovering. But the actual number of people who got radiation poisoning from Chernobyl, for instance, is 136 emergency workers, of whom 28 died. You know, rest in peace to all of them. They're their brave souls for, for going in and, and helping to fix the problem. But it wasn't the hundreds of thousands of people that you might hear kind of misinformed on this topic. Uh, and then the third kind of negative cost of nuclear power, something that you mentioned, which is due to the high regulations that surround nuclear power, the concerns about safety and people's understandable fear about radiation and the amount of waste, it is prohibitively expensive to build a nuclear power plant. Not the amount of capital investment does exist. There are people who want to fund it. It's just a lot of money. It's a lot of regulatory red tape that has to be crossed in order to get to your permit process. And so it kind of results in a, a production of energy, which has a very high upfront cost, but a very low marginal cost. Thank you for checking out this clip from the Free Mic Podcast. You can check out the full episode on rumble.com slash freemiclive where I post my podcast episodes and commentary. Or you can listen in through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Red Circle. Please consider to give us a like and a follow as well as sharing my videos. Thank you.
Everything is not.